I'm Billy White. I'm Ethan King. And this is the Inside Out Archery Podcast. What's up, Ethan? What is up, Billy? It's been a long time. It's been a real long time. It has been a very, very long time. It's been a very busy long time at that. There has been a lot going on that I don't think we're quite going to be able to cover everything. But um, I think, feel like we kind of like picking up and starting over again here. Yeah, this is uh, season two, episode one. Yeah, we'll just start. And this isn't episode 10. This is season two, episode one. First, uh, first season was a trial run. So I think we'll just pick up what's most recent then. Uh, let's see here. And that would be, we can go over the writing shoot a little bit. The Western Classic Trail Shoot if you will yes looks like we had a big winner coming out of that one old Gaius Carter there yep that's my boy that's your boy Blue Gaius if those of you who don't know Gaius is uh see the I don't know what his official title is but I know he handles a lot of the pro staff guys and stuff for AAE uh sales and marketing at AAE sales and marketing okay that's what it is yeah he does a really good job with that the um it must be that new AEE bits knob. That's probably what did it for him. Oh, yeah. I mean, his arrows are actually f- properly spaced now. Yeah, absolutely. That's the key to the success right there. So everybody needs to go get an AEE bits knob now. If you do, you will also win ready. Not guaranteed. Definitely not guaranteed. <laughs> Definitely d- not. Disclaimer, this is completely made up. That is not guaranteed, but you should still go get one. I'm going to try and order one and try it. It's pretty interesting. It's different than the Zenith upgrade a little bit, right? Uh, very different. Yes, very different. So the the Zenith upgrade, I'm looking at mine right now. Um, it's a whole, you know, the whole, obviously they both replace both the knobs, you know, the whole knob assembly. On the Zenith upgrade, it either, your pin bushing sits down inside of it, or it goes inside of your bushing. On the AAE one, it you still use a knock like you would with the factory Bitsenberger uh, knob, but you have an actual consistent uh, spacing on your veins, and you have the ability to index your fletching so you can just do one vein if you rip one off instead of having to redo the whole arrow. That's a benefit. I have about four arrows right now I got refletched because I've ripped the ripped the fletching and I used the Zenith kit on my bits and burger. But yep. I have like four or five fletchings I got like I've you know pierced or you know ripped. Mm-hmm. And um you can't do that with the Zenith. You can't just index it. Nope. Mm. Yeah so I'm gonna order one to try that out because that would because I gotta strip them all pretty much to make sure I get them all 90 or whatever it is lined up yeah, right. You, you can't uh you can't do it without stripping them all unless you get that knob. Yeah, so I'm going to get me one of those on order and pick one up. Give that a try. Well, yeah, great for Gase has had a great year. We need to get him on here, be one of our guests, be maybe our first guest. I think he'll do it. The um, But he did well at Lancaster. He did well. He made the finals at Vegas. Yep. And he just won already. So he's off to a really great year right now. Oh, he's killing it. 
And he shot. I, I think he's he has shot the same bow for everything. He does. He is not shooting different bows. I think he shot the same bow for everything. Uh, unless he has multiple purple, uh, unless he has multiple purple ones, which he might. He, uses. he might. Uh, I don't know. I feel. I feel like he's just shooting the same bow. Yeah, he just says whatever mean, he wants to do. Yeah, I mean it's not like what he's been doing, like. The cup, the cup shoots and these trail shoots and stuff. He's shooting X tens, so yeah. I think he's done one ASA. I mean, he doesn't shoot a lot of variable or variances in this tournament. You know what I mean? He's not shooting a bunch of different styles, so it's yeah. probably easy for him to keep it pretty similar. Yeah, and even because I, I was talking to him when he was getting ready to go to the ASA that he shot, and he shot skinny arrows. I don't know if he shot X tens or if he shot. Eastern Axis arrows. I'm, I can't remember what he shot. That's what he shot for 3D? Yeah, I can't remember if it was X10s or Axis's. I know it was a small diameter, though, because I tried to talk him into shooting something bigger. So he probably is just shooting the same bow for everything, then. Probably. It is a nice purple bow, though. That anodized oh. finish on those bows are really good. Oh, anodized is so much better than paint. I wish co- all companies would go back to doing anodized. It just comes out cleaner. Oh, way cleaner. nicer. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful color, and I'm I'm fond of that purple too. When I shot PSC, I I really liked getting a purple bowl every year, just because of the anodized. Super nice, but he's killing it right now. Yeah, he's shooting really good. I'm proud of him. He's uh, we shot. I've known him for a long time. He was uh, I think when I was in young adult, he was in youth boys in ASA. He was like a six foot seven youth boy. Yeah, well, he had the advantage on everyone because it was unknown yardage, and he had freaking gorilla arms and could shoot the speed limit with a heavy arrow. Well, yeah, I mean, he's holding the bow in California. He's drawn all the way back to New York. He's got a draw length like very few other people do. Yeah, he's got he's got monkey arms for sure. But no, I'm I'm happy to see him doing good. That's it's good. I'm glad That's to awesome. see that he's. But he's shooting good and everything's working out. Do you know, is he doing any of the uh, use hat stuff? Yeah, he shot, uh, he shot Arizona. Um, as far as I know, talking to him, he's going to Gator Cup. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he's, 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 I think he's shooting all of them. Yeah, he's on a roll right now, man. Keep that momentum. He'll have a solid. I mean, he's already had a great year. Don't get me wrong. Even if you don't finish at Lancaster or Vegas, but if you make the finals of both of those, that's pretty successful. Oh, absolutely. Just because you lost doesn't mean you didn't shoot well. I mean, you no. have to shoot well to get there. Yeah. And that's... um, who who? I mean, he pulled out the win to the last second too in Reading. So I haven't watched the video yet. I haven't either. I haven't. But I know who was it. Uh. What's the name was in the lead? I can't remember his name now. Louis Price. Louis Price. Yep, Louis Price was in the lead there for a little bit. I knew that. And then next thing I know, it popped up and Gaius had won. Yeah, so I I, I wasn't – I was working uh, yesterday – or, yeah, yesterday when it was all going on. Uh, so I didn't – I didn't get to follow it like you did, but – Well, I'll be honest with you. I was doing a bunch of stuff and didn't really follow it too much. Um I know the signal off is real bad, so Cam Media, it doesn't matter who would have been covering it. The, the the coverage wouldn't have been 
going live or anything that would have probably been really difficult. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to catch on updates and stuff like that. I, I missed the last few targets when, or however it was that, that elapsed time that Gaze ended up taking over and winning it. Um, but it was probably super easy for him to step on that bull, that, uh, that elk to do the, uh, Oh yeah. Pose. Cause, yeah, cause I mean, that's just, it. that's just him saddling a horse right there. The guy's so damn tall. Yeah. Yeah. He, he probably got up on it very yeah. easily. Yeah. That's a, um, that's awesome though. That's good for him, man. But you were working today and I, um, I'll be honest with everybody. Most people don't know, but I was not working. Uh, we'll get that and we'll talk about that real quick, but I am, I had an opportunity come up over the last couple of weeks. And um, although I've enjoyed my time and working the trailer and helping people at Lancaster, I had an opportunity to come up and I took a new position with a new job. So I've got a couple of weeks off till I start and I'll be working with uh, UltraView Archery going forward. So I'm very excited about that and the future that that holds. Yeah, you had to leave us. I did. I did. It was a re- really great opportunity and stuff. And um, They're right here in my backyard, local here in Georgia where I'm at. And, They've done a lot of great things, and I've known a lot of those guys for a long time. As of you, you've known them for a long time. You and Bruce, one of the engineer designers there, he, uh, you and him were on the USAT team together for indoor, right? Oh, dude, I've, I've known them. I've known them longer, all forever. So I, I have a, yeah. I have a picture on my at my desk here that um, is the very first uh, NFAA junior pro camp. Uh, they, I don't know if they do them anymore or not, but they would bring in a bunch of, uh, you know, aspiring young archers up to the headquarters in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. And they would bring in a bunch of coaches, uh, you know, really experienced coaches like here, like George is in this, Larry Wise is in this. Uh, but so here's this picture of all of us. That's Cassidy Cox, uh, Roy Green, which you probably don't know Roy, but he, shot a lot uh colby yeah. was there erica jones was there uh rory was a hornet yeah. yep yep rory was a hornet i mean you have it's just i've known them all for so long it's awesome seeing seeing everyone do good i enjoy seeing it yeah it's pretty awesome man but yeah that's where i'll be uh, i start at the end of the month toward the end of the month and i'll be uh, going forward with ultra viewing working with those guys and helping grow that side of that business and stuff. So I'm super excited about it. It was a lot of fun. Lancaster, especially working the trailer and the events and everybody, which also be at the events and stuff. And eventually, hopefully it looks like I'll be there at the events with the uh, ultra few stuff going on. So I'll still be going to shoots and still be doing my thing and coming around. Yeah. Doing your thing, catting around. Yep going from booth to booth and hanging out for a little bit in between shooting but speaking of uh shooting you have uh you think about gator cup gator yeah. cup's coming up end of the month i registered for it but that doesn't mean i'm gonna shoot it i hope i get to shoot it and it everything looks like i'm going to be able to but i'm not going to get much practice in between now and then because i leave in the morning to go to Louisville, Kentucky for the national or the national NAS tournament, mm-hmm. and then I would I'll be coming back from that. Let's 
let's see, where's my calendar here? I'll be coming back from that on Sunday the 15th, then leaving for Gator Cup on the 23rd, maybe. Gotcha. So, yeah, I'll have like a week-ish to practice. That's all you need. All you need is a week to peak. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be. I'm, I just want to shoot, just to shoot. I haven't gotten to shoot. I haven't. This today's the first time I've shot my compound since the last scoring arrow of the classic in January. And it didn't suck, did it? No, it didn't suck. I actually didn't even realize. I was just shooting. Uh, I was keeping track of ends, not of arrows. But at the end of it, I had shot twelve ends of six arrow ends and didn't miss a ten. Now, granted, it wasn't crazy windy, and it was the that that happens in archery. Every now and then, you'll get that you'll get that little bit of glint of light at the end of the tunnel that makes you keep coming back, and then the next oh, day, and then the next day, it's just gonna kick me in the fucking balls. Oh, it but, kills me, man! It's like hitting golf balls. I'll hit, I'll shank like a whole bucket, and then the very last ball I'll hit, and it'll be perfect, and it feels so good. I don't even feel the ball. Then I'm like, okay, yep. give me another bucket. I'll destroy my wrist because that felt too good. Yeah, so that's uh, – so I, I haven't shot any 50 – I haven't shot a 50-meter 50 tournament since, oh, Lord, 2014, I think, Gator Cup, way back so in the day. it a couple days. Uh, I haven't even yeah. shot, like – I've shot some 50-meter stuff in the yard. Like when people would come over, I had some lights set up in the yard at 50 meters – and we would shoot, but nothing serious. So I'm excited to go and, and just be able to shoot and not just have to work the whole time I'm there. Yeah, that'd be good. Cause I mean, if we, if we did backtrack, which would take us a while, I mean, it's been tournament after tournament back oh, yeah. to back, you know, and, and then filling in between and to the point where you guys have had to take trailers to separate locations at some points, cause there's so much going on. Um, for those who don't know, or don't remember us talking about before it's, they have a few different trailers at Lancaster. It uh, just depends. So that they have a NASP trailer, which is pretty much just for NASP, which is one of the older trailers, right? Yeah, it, it is just for NASP. So it about a week before the NASP tournament, it gets pulled in the building and completely stocked. So it doesn't, there's no inventory sitting on it any other time than the week before the tournament. So it gets... It gets stocked and pulled to NASP, and then anything that doesn't sell at NASP gets put back in the warehouse, uh, and then it gets parked out in the parking lot until next year. It's the only time that trailer gets used. And that's one of the old trailers Rob used to use, right? It was the uh, – it's actually the second trailer, so the second ever LES Express. Wow. Still in one of the, production. One of the original originals. Yep, I know. I know. I had some messages from people because one was just retired and they gutted it. But there is a uh, two other trailers, and that's the one that we that you guys are using primarily, especially at the 3D events, was the one that you guys spent like a lot of time getting built back up and restocking and replenishing and getting ready for the road with the new system and stuff. Yeah, that 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 confused a lot of people when that got posted that they were tearing that tearing that trailer apart. A lot of people thought that there wasn't going to be a Lancaster trailer at tournaments anymore. 
And it's like yep. that tra- that trailer that got torn apart, people hadn't seen at a tournament for over a year. That trailer hadn't been anywhere in over a year. Yeah. And it had its issues. I mean, that thing had how many miles? I think Rob estimated like an ungodly amount of miles on it. Oh, yeah. It was like, it's something ungodly. It had been on the road for like 10 years. Yeah. I don't quote me, but I think he said something like he thought it had like 500,000 miles or something on it. Yeah. It's hard to say. That's it's that's it's a, been around. That's a big that's a big number to throw around, but yeah. Yeah. It's a um it's been around for a long time. But yes, I got messages like tell me they're ordering another trailer, tell me there's gonna be another one. It's like, well there already is. Yeah, there's already two more. We, we, yeah, we've already been at the events with them and everything else. So yeah, yeah you never you, don't fret. That's that trailer that got posted you have not seen in over a year. Don't yes. worry. <laughs> that was just a bidding bidding it a farewell. That's all that was, but that's now shoot. And then kind of diving more into you guys went to TAC. So we, you guys went, that trailer went from the new ASA. Yeah. The Menden, Louisiana, which actually went really well. That yep. was uh, the first time there. They got like a 10 year deal with them and they're actually going to build a pavilion, run lines and wire underground and everything. All things. So they're, they're super excited, and the cities there were super welcoming to the ASA and stuff and all the shooters, which was really cool. Yeah, it seems like a good town. I hate it. I hate <laughs> Louisiana. I got lost. Uh, after everyone left, we were the last trailer there trying to leave. I needed to get fuel in order because we had to leave straight from Louisiana to go to uh, San Antonio, Texas for the TAC. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I wanted to fill the truck up before I hooked the trailer up so I didn't have to try and find a truck stop right away. So I went to fill the truck up. I uh, thought I was headed back to the chute, but apparently wasn't. And, you know, a two-lane road surrounded by trees, they all look the same. I knew the road that I was supposed to be on was a 65. Well, the road I was on was not a 65, and it was not until I got pulled over and got a speeding ticket that I realized I was lost. <laughs> so, I do not like Louisiana. because You don't like your experience you had in Louisiana. I got lost, didn't know I was lost until I got pulled over and got hit with a pretty big speeding ticket. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I didn't mind it there. It was. I didn't have the same experience you had. Knock on wood. But, no, it was. It was nice. I mean, it, good. It was decent. You know, decent weather. The food around there was, you know, decent, just like every other ASA. Uh, so it was on a reserve, some reservist land, uh, Army Reserve land, and um, the people that helped head it up and make it happen. They were they were pretty awesome. The uh, the the. I think what it was, we had, there was an issue with satellite or something like that with the wires, but I tell you, they made a call and like the government came out and like helped fix it and get stuff going. So they're, um, they, they really want it there. So I'm sure the lanes are going to get deeper and darker as the, as the years go on and they improve it. Oh yeah. But, uh, it wasn't a bad stop and it can definitely hold everybody. The amount of space they had can definitely hold, 
the amount of people that are starting to show up to them. So I think doing it there gave a lot of people that couldn't go to a lot of the other ones an opportunity because a lot of people I talked to at the trailer, it was a lot of them's first time doing an ASA. Oh yeah. A lot of people's that's, that's the most I had heard of first timer ASAs since I started on the trailer. Oh, it was a crazy amount of them. I'm going to see here. There was one lady I talked to while we're talking. I'm going to look it up, but it was her first ever mm -hmm. ASA. And I think she shot like young adult female or something or young youth female open. And she shot like, I'm going to look it up and make sure I'm not lying here, but like 46 up and won her class her very first one. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. That's crazy. Needless to say, she, uh, she likes ASAs right now. I, I don't doubt it. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up, but so from there, in the ASA, which I, I I really and the venue wasn't too far away for the shoot off, it was nice. Um, yeah, it I did didn't come I down didn't to. to no, you guys usually get a chance. That's your guys' chance, kind of unwind. I run over there because for cam meet, I help do the broadcasting assistant for those who don't like carry the wire around to make sure the cameraman doesn't trip are over you, himself. Are you still gonna do that? Yep. Sure am. The uh, let me see. I'm gonna look this up. But from there, you guys had to go to TAC. Yep. Yep. We went to TAC San Antonio, which was about a nine-hour drive from Minden, Louisiana. That was and... your first time working at TAC, right? Being at oh one? yeah. Oh yeah. But it rained from the time. Okay, so that day started off horrible as well because we woke up it was pouring the rain where we were at in louisiana was like sea level if not a little lower and our hotel parking lot was on a little bit of a excavated dirt mound and then the parking mm -hmm. lot we had to park the truck and trailer on was below it well we woke up it's pouring the rain so we were like uh let's just run to the truck we is probably about a 300 yard run from the hotel to where the truck was. And I'd say about a hundred yards into that, we hit about, I don't know. It was probably about three inches past my ankle in water, mm. standing water in the parking lot. And it was pouring the rain. So we're running through water. It's splashing up all over us. Our bags are soaked. Our shoes are soaked. Our shirts are soaked. So we jump in the truck, take our shoes and socks off, take our shirts off. Luckily, there was a trash bag in the back seat of the truck. So we threw all our wet clothes in that and then drove, you know, half closed for 45 minutes to an hour until we got to a Bucky's. I bought a pair of socks and shoes at the Bucky's. I, I'm just going to I love me a Bucky stop. Just putting that out there. Go ahead. I hate it. I don't ever want to go back. It's like a zoo in there, dude. You can't you can't walk around. You can't breathe. It's just oh, assholes and elbows. Yeah, no, you got to lower your shoulder, bro, and go for what you want. Yeah, see, I'm not. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm not into that. <laughs> anyway, back to it. So you bought some socks. So, yeah. so, but we got soaks. We got. I mean, just absolutely soaked. So that was that was miserable. That made for a miserable, miserable nine-hour drive starting out soaked like that and then we got down there 
And uh, we got down there Monday, and we couldn't bring the trailer into the shoot site until uh, I think it was Thursday Thursday morning. So we get the trailer open on Thursday morning to to standing water in the trailer from where it had rained so much, had a small leak or something. And I can't I can't depict the smell that arose from the trailer of that mm. water sitting in there for a couple of days and it it had gotten hot and nasty and all the dirt and whatnot from the floor of the trailer just sitting in there stewing and it was horrible i had to i went to walmart and bought a bunch of towels and sponges and stuff to get it all cleaned up and then got some car air freshener stuff to leave all in the trailer overnight to hopefully dumb some of the smell down but that was a good trip Mm. overall had fun it worked out in the long run you guys and that was the first experience with it and yeah, gosh, that's fairly the, I mean, you've you've tried, you've looked, you've sealed things, and somehow water's still getting in there. Well, I'm, I need to have a talk with uh, what's the infomercial dude's name? Billy Billy Mays. What that was his name wasn't Billy, it? Billy Mays. Billy Mays. I think I thought Billy Mays. Uh, I don't know, I'm gonna look. I think he passed away. I think it's a different guy now. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Billy Mays is the one that passed away, and I don't know who does the flex seal infomercials but whoever it is i want to fight him because if he can seal the bottom of a boat with flex seal but i can't seal a trailer <laughs> i'm gonna put you guys in the octagon <laughs> there's a there's some shit going on there let's see remember. here um i think billy mays was the original billy mays is the one yeah. that did the oxyclean and then yeah he uh, he passed away it looks like he suffered from uh, heart disease and they're saying that was likely his cause of death. Then what's the Flex Seals guy name? I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna look that up while you're talking here. But this was also um it was just you and little Mike. Yeah, it was I just hate us. little Mike, but yeah, there, we got two mics. You got Big Mike and Little Mike. Well, that's a perfect way to describe them. Big yeah. Mike is Big Mike is not only older, but a big grizzly bear, and little Mike yeah. is younger and you know, like a I don't know. I don't know what ain't able to describe him to. But... Big Mike reminds me of Hagrid from uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, I've never watched Harry Potter, so I can't oh, really you know this now. But yeah, Big Mike and Little Mike. So this was it was just the two of you there too. So what was it like going to attack event? Because you hadn't sh- you didn't shoot it, but from the perspective of you come from an ASA culture to attack culture, because it's two different. I can only imagine it's two different cultures of people, uh, yeah, of archers. You know what I mean. Yeah, it's completely different. I mean, it's just, uh, it, it's just completely different. I don't really have a comment. Not no comment. Gotcha. Phil Swift is the uh, new flex. Yeah, 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 yeah. Phil Swift. Yeah. Phil Swift. Yeah. No, no comment on that situation. Flex Seal's doing good. He just bought a twenty million dollars South Florida mansion, so he's he's doing all right. Oh, I guarantee he is. Yeah, can't slap that shit on everything. He loves it. All right, can't I shoot wish... your bow. Slap some flex seal on. You know, if I ever get a cracked limb, I'm flexing on that son of a bitch. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, I've had some elite limbs crack at the limb pocket, and I just use gasket maker and glue them together. <laughs> I used duct tape on PSE limb before. Finished it out. It works, man. Yeah, I think Dom Dom from uh, Europe has done that too. 
Yeah, he did that at Reading last year. Yeah. Yeah, his bow fell over with only a couple targets left, and I think he finished out really strong with it. Yeah, I think – yeah, he won last year. Yeah, and he had a cracked limb the last few last few uh, arrows that he duct taped or something together. That's impressive. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm extremely impressed with my bow setup currently. I just kind of revamped the what I was shooting all indoor season. Actually got my timing proper. Okay, so it's that. not like a yeah, it's not one one cam's not two days behind the other. No, it's I spent I spent probably forty five minutes today making sure it was perfect with those end time pieces, uh, and got it where it needed to be. Got my hashtag rest. Dan McCarthy dumbbells. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got gotcha. got my got my rest roughly where it should be until I start doing some tuning stuff, but. No, man, the X10 Pro Tours, little secret sauce action on cutting them, but 120 in the front with uh, AAE Pro Maxes. Mm, they, were, they were grouping pretty pretty good today. Biter pin knots? Oh, yeah. Are you using hunters or asymmetricals? Asymmetricals. Okay, pin knots, yeah. Asymmetrical pins. Nice. Nice. Those pounded pretty good for you. I mean, you shot, like you said, you shot all those ends. You didn't go outside the tent, so that's awesome. Well, I didn't even realize it because I was like, I couldn't even remember. I knew I knew you shot six arrows per end, but I couldn't remember how many ends you shot. So I texted Gaius, and I was like, how many ends do we shoot again? And you shoot 12 ends of six arrows, so a 720. So I shot a 720 today. That's phenomenal, man. It's amazing what we can do when we're not thinking about it, isn't it? Yeah, and I think it helped, too, because I was just – so I was out there shooting, and a guy showed up that had only been shooting, uh, like, less than a year and uh, had registered for our uh, – the Lancaster Academy Star Fita Joad 50-meter oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh which I also registered for as well. Ooh. Because it's the weekend before Gator Cup, so I figured it would give me Great some good opportunity. Pra- good practice. But yeah, uh, yeah. So he registered for that, but had never shot his bow past 20 yards. And he's going to have to shoot, you know, 55 yards. And uh, so I was like, yeah, well, you know, we'll, we'll get you sighted in. Just start close there at 20, and we'll work your way back. Well, First thing he did was rip one at the 50-yard bell and send his arrow into outer space. Uh, <laughs> That's and, so, and, and He's not alone there. A lot of people have done that. Yeah, no, no, not a, not alone at all. I mean, especially if you don't understand sighting in a bow, if you've never done it before. So I got I got him I got him sighted in and uh, out to 55, and then he needed some needed some new arrows, so I went up to the pro shop with him and cut his arrows and checked him out so he could get out of there in a timely manner. But so I think that helped because I was talking to him and helping him as I was shooting, not focused on what I was doing. You know, I was, I was spotting his arrows as I was shooting and I was just shooting arrows because I was walking to the target anyway. Right. And then, you know, at the end of it, I was like, Oh, I shot 12 ends and didn't miss. That's pretty cool. When you get to cater cup, just talk to the guy next to you. Yeah, 
just yeah, just talk and walk down there and collect your arrows with them. Just let it happen. Hopefully, uh, nice. I don't know. The last time or the first and only time I shot Gator Cup, it. I mean, it was decently windy. Uh, it it rained like no other deer in our uh, matches qualifications. It didn't rain, but then during our round robin matches, dude, it freaking downpoured on us. Uh, so hopefully there's decent weather this year and it's not crazy, crazy windy, but it's also Newberry, Florida and the event site that they hosted at, they cut all the trees down. So there's no wind barrier. Yeah. Cause they don't, they lost all that land back there. It wasn't theirs, right? Yeah, they, they, well, they logged or they cut the trees down the whole front part of it that kind of shielded the field a little bit. So now there's just nothing and going to be wild now. Yeah. I I like Newberry though. So the first time I ever went there was for my first Gator Cup and uh, got third, uh, was one point from the junior world team that year. Hmm. and then actually no okay so we're going to take this story even further back the first time i ever went to newberry was for an asa ah way back and it was my first time shooting open c which is now what they call open 40 Hmm. or known i guess it's what would be called known Known 40 40. uh that was my first my first ASA win ever. Then I went back for Gator Cup and shot really good there. And then the next time I went to Newberry was for Indoor World Trials and got first there and made the world team. So I've had pretty good luck every time I went to Newberry. Nice. Well, hopefully that continues for you. The, um, I'll tell you what, the wind here was so bad this weekend. They had the GV, the Georgia uh, GV double Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I seen that. The wind and stuff was so bad that during the warm ups, uh, one of the young ladies out here, Ella, she was shooting, and the target bale actually blew over after she had already shot and landed right on top of her, and boom, face down, right on top oh, of her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So luckily, there was another coach out there, Big John. He had some extra arrows for her and stuff. She actually finished out and ended up in third, so she ended up doing really well. But the wind was so bad, man. Those those kids and stuff were struggling. Yeah, you got to get some stakes down back behind the target and ratchet strap them things back. They're yep. like big. They're like big wind sails. They just catch and go. Oh yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, so Gator Cup. Then um, after Gator Cup, we have London. Yep, so that's a busy – that's another busy weekend for me. We go – I leave Gator Cup and get back here, uh, pick up a different trailer, and leave the next morning. So I'll get back from Gator Cup uh, Monday night and leave for London Tuesday morning. Nice. Well, I think since we'll both be there, we'll be staying around the same place together, so – well, uh, I'll take the stuff with me. Maybe we can snag somebody that'll want to do a podcast with us while we're there. Yeah, I plan we'll on see if uh, we I'm can gonna, work it out. I'm gonna bring my bow. We're gonna do some bow shooting and yeah, uh, have a little bonfire. Absolutely. Maybe I'll bring a couple of my 3Ds, throw them in the bed of the truck, and take them. Yeah, I gave. Uh, I had some 3D targets, but I gave them away when I moved. Uh, 
because I, I did I wasn't going to bring him with me, and I didn't want him sitting around at my parents' house. So maybe I'll bring the tape here, or maybe I won't because it'll probably cost me extra money and gas because that damn animal so heavy. Oh yeah, that target's heavy. <laughs> I, th- I think the only reason I got rid of it is because the guys were tired of setting up at the ranges. <laughs> I'm surprised we don't have a range. I'm surprised we don't have a range just full of turkeys at this point. Oh my gosh, turkeys and uh, wolverine. Turkey, turkeys and javelinas. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that'd be a shitty course. Oh, I would God. love that course. I bet you would. Those are my two favorite targets. Are they really? I don't yeah. mind javelina. The turkey and I have a we we have. We're working on some stuff together. I think we need to go to therapy or something. But me and that turkey don't get along all the time. No, I like the turkey. It's easy to aim on. Yeah. Now I don't yeah, know about shooting. I don't know about shooting at fourteens on it, but twelves aren't bad. Yeah. I like to have Lena. Don't mind the Wolverine bobcat. Yeah, just that turkey, me and that turkey. So I'm gonna do some I need to do some mental management on that turkey. You need to buy a turkey. Yeah, I do. I do. Maybe I'll have to get one this next uh, ASA. Uh, I do. I do need one to shoot at. That would help a lot. But after that, um, London. Gosh, for me, after London, and I got, I don't know if I'm going to make Metropolis, which is at the end of June. But then I know yeah. I'll be at, is it Russell County for the Classic? Yeah, I don't know if I'll be at that one yet. So I know I'll be at that one. So, oh, that I know young lady, I was still, I want to copy that back to that real quick. The uh, Annabelle Moore, Annabelle Moore was the young lady in Youth Open Girls who came into her first ASA ever and shot 46 up. She shot 224 on day one, 222 on day two to shoot 446 with 23 12s. Healed it. Yeah. So that's all 10s and 12s, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dude, 23, 23 12, so she shot a 446. Don't ask me. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not good at math. I don't know. My shoes are on. I'm not taking them off. Anyway, I she don't shot really math. well, The uh, which was pretty darn impressive. And I think there was also a young lady who shot in the open um, men's class. Oh, I think there was one that shot semi-pro. Yeah, Graceland Chambers. Yeah, there was one that shot Sam up. Yeah, Graceland Chambers. And let me see. I think she actually – she did really well, too. She didn't have a horrible time out there shooting those guys, if that's in the right class. But kudos to her for doing that. Yeah, I don't – I don't – The Cam did some type of interview or something about that, but I didn't watch it. I'd like to understand – I'd like to hear the reasoning behind doing that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did a um. Yeah, I think it's on YouTube and stuff now. They did a little interview with her on competing with that because she wants to compete pretty much against the best and stuff. I mean, for those who don't know ASA that might be listening, she shoots tonight semi-pro. It's in class. I mean, she's she's not shooting the same draw weight and stuff that a lot of these guys are to help them with some of their numbers. So she's really got to be on it. And mm-hmm. I mean, she she finished. I think it's very respectable. Um, 29th out of 53 guys. Uh, what'd she shoot for the weekend? She shot a 388. She shot a 195 and a 193. So she's right on that cusp. I mean, she starts breaking even and moving up. She's in that top 10 range. 
Well, all she'd have to do is hit like two more twelves, and she'd make a women's shoot. Never mind. Never mind. Yep. Never mind. Never mind. Yep. Never mind. <laughs> She's doing her thing. But uh, there's a couple young ladies right there at the ASA that are doing pretty good. But that that Annabelle, that shooting that forty-six up, whatever for first time, it's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. But yep. Then we got a. Uh, so we got London. Then there's what do you ha- do you have anything between London and um metropolis yes there is some usa archery events in there um and so i gotta be doing those Uh, i think there is second ibo second leg is in there i think maybe um i don't know there's a couple tournaments in between london and metropolis so Nice. The year's not getting any easier right now. No, nope. That's why I want to shoot, try and shoot this tournament so I can at least have shot two tournaments this year. Yeah, it'd be Lancaster and Gator Cup. Yeah, Lancaster and Gator Cup, which I, I shot the Midwest Open, but that was before the first of the year. So, oh, that that's right. Count. Yeah, that's that doesn't right. count. Gotcha. So, yeah, be Lancaster and Gator Cup. Hopefully, Gator Cup goes better than Lancaster. No, I'm pretty sure it will, man. It seems like that break, because you got pretty into bare bow and stuff, too, and, and tinkering with other stuff. But it seems like you going back into your bow and setting it up. Did you make any other change? Other than you got that, um, because you went to X10s, and that was your indoor bow. So, you have the AA Freak Shield QD. You just swap that out. Yeah, so I had a QD on it, but I didn't have a uh, a long mount QD. I just had more short mounts, mm. and I wanted to play around with some torque tuning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I put a I just put a normal freak show long mount on. Uh, so the really the only changes I made is I I did that. I put well, basically the bow stayed the same. I mean, I put a different side on it. Scope stayed the same. I, uh, I'm running the same stabilizer weight numbers, but I went to tungstens instead of steel. And then I went from a 747 bar to a 500 for the wind. Interesting. So, so you just went a little bit narrower. And you also yeah. reduced some of the stacks. That tungsten compared to the stainless steel is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, I sent you that picture. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy, that's crazy. The amount of difference you got in them. Yeah, I so – Go ahead. So 12 for the tungsten that I have and the other normal steel weights that I had, 12 ounces of tungsten was 4 ounces of the steel weight. Like if you stack it vertically, like lengthwise, like it would be screwed onto the bar. That's crazy. So I was shooting 24 and 12, 24 on the back, 12 on the front. Uh, so it significantly cut down the length of that weight on the bar. And then I went down to the smaller diameter bar as well. Uh, Trying to maybe cut a little wind. And you're just going to run the the standard front and back? You're not doing the old cam? No, I don't have time to play with that, nor do I feel like getting made fun of. <laughs> Which, kudos to Tim, because he won writing too, didn't he? 
Yeah, he did. And so did, uh, I believe, um, Paige. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's Paige. Paige, she's, again. she's back on top there. She's won it like every year since she was born, I think. <laughs> no, well, she didn't win it one year. I think um, somebody else won it last year or the year before. But it was Did funny because there's like three years in a row she like broke the record, but somebody else broke it one point ahead of her. Hmm. Or something like that last year or something like that. But this year she, she took home the win. So congratulations so that, to both of them. I was curious on that because I thought Jesse Broadwater had the record at three down. So is she talking about the women's record or the course record? I believe it's the women's record. Okay, because I thought Jesse Don't quote had... me on that. No, I'm not, because yeah. I had I was curious, because I thought that Jesse shot three down one year, uh, but I couldn't remember, because that's like ancient, ancient bow junkie videos there that I'm quoting, so... It's been a hot minute. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I'm, I can't find scores right now, so I look them up. I don't know if there's anything on that. No, I tried looking up. I tried looking them up too as we were sitting here, but I couldn't find them. Dang. But yeah, so you you're all set up. You shot well today. I made a couple changes. I changed up, so I'm playing with 30 and 28 inches in the front and 14 or 15 in the back. But I've actually reduced. Um, I talked to you earlier today about it. I've, I've been having a whole time trying to hold and hold steady, and I used to shoot a lot more weight on my bow. Yeah. And I was running a lot higher holding weight. I was about 17, almost 18 pounds of holding weight at one point. But I took like, I went from 8 ounces in the front, 8 to 12, depending on what I was doing, to down to 4. And I went from 12, I mean, from about 24 to 26 ounces down to about 8 in the back. Mm-hmm. And I was having some problems trying to hold and shoot with that. And I swapped out my modules from the 75 mods on my result to the standard, the stock ASIM mod that comes on it. Mm-hmm. And just play with the holding weight, play with the let off and stuff like that, and then boom, it just held for me. And stuff started grouping again. I wasn't struggling with it, so I swapped out that mod, played with that a little bit, and then um, I'm holding a lot better now. So I'm excited about that. Hmm. That's the only change I've really made. But then I'm going to try some heavier point weight in my X cutters. Oh yeah, you got plenty of stuff coming. Don't worry. Oh yeah, oh I'm excited about it. It was like. As I was digging through stuff, it was like, oh, this says X cutter on it, going to Billy. Going to Billy. <laughs> oh, this says 9.3 on it, going to Billy. Billy. <laughs> oh, this says 30X on it, going to Billy. Yeah, I'm going to play with some 9.3s too. Yeah, I think the only gold tip componentry I kept was 246 stuff because that's what I shoot out of my bare bow and triple yeah. X stuff because that's what I would shoot for indoor. Yep. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited for the next, uh, I got a couple weeks here. I got some time to actually put in. Um, I made a post on my account the other day, showed the trail I've been making, walking back and forth on my targets, trying to get the work in, trying to get things worked out. So, Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to put out a couple other animals. I have some deer. I have a black bear that's not in use anymore, but I'll still put it out there. They just have a black target. That Do they have a that. Do they still have a cinnamon bear in the ASA, or did they get – they got rid of that a long time ago, didn't they? No, nope, cinnamon bear's still there. Oh, brown why don't bear's you paint, still there. Why don't you paint, paint that bear brown, then? I might do. Maybe I'll do half. I don't have a fully dark – well, I do have a javelina, but I'm, I'm, I want something like a panther or something, just something fully dark to work on. Go over to that uh, uh, Mark's 3D. No, the Mark's 3D targets, what used yeah. to be Art's targets, and get mm-hmm. a can of that. 
a brown paint and just paint one <laughs> one side of the bare brown. Yeah, you know those little quarter 3Ds that you can get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got one of them. I'm going to paint one side one color and one side the other. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. And, um, and I throw those in the truck when we go to ASAs just in case I need it. No, nice. that in the bed of the truck, yeah. But, hey, we'll God. get some more. What's that? I said, you know what's annoying? Fleshing arrows and running out of Q-tips before oh, you're done. You're, you're fleshing all your X-10s right now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm trying to get everything done before I leave for NASP. Uh, so when I come back, I can just practice and don't have to be working on anything. You got Q-tips up for your ears? No, that's the problem. <laughs> I, only have, I only have four Q-tips left and five arrows. Ooh, no. I need like four Q-tips per arrow. Yeah, that's true. Damn. So this may, this may be my last arrow of the night. No, there you go. Unless I go to the store. Actually, I need to go to the store because I need to get some shampoo to take on the road. So. That's good. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, for you listening, hygiene is important. Hygiene is very important. Hygiene is important. Brush your teeth, floss, use mouthwash, and use soap on your body, especially your bathing suit areas. If bathing not, suit areas are very important. They are. Use deodorant. If much You'll be very smelly. down the range and it's hot. So, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Good personal hygiene. Practice it. Manscape. Shave, <laughs> shave your, shave your balls. Yeah, we need to get Manscape on here as a uh, sponsor. Everybody needs we would, Manscape. We would actually have to be doing something with this podcast, not just using it to catch up. Yeah, because yeah, it's pretty much what, wants to catch up with us. We do need. We'll start doing some interviews or something. We'll, we'll make a point out of this podcast at some point. But right now, this is what we enjoy. If you enjoy listening to it, thank you. If not, there's a lot of other podcasts out there. If you don't chew Big Red, then F you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but we'll catch up again. you got to go to the store, it sounds like. Yeah, um, i got to go back to get some stuff, Q-tips and personal hygiene items for the trip and for the road. And um, I'm going to get ready to uh, get cleaned up myself here, and we'll catch up again, maybe ask after NASP, and maybe we'll actually have some topics, or we need to get Gaius or somebody to talk to him. Get somebody yeah, we need, to get, need to get someone to talk to. Yeah. Um, other than that, all right, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Y'all have a good one. Deuces.